Hi, I'm Doug Weiss. And I'm Alvian Lyons. This is Love Life. You know, Alvian, there are times when I think that um, God's running a personal dating service for me. <laughs> <laughs> only the problem with it is that I, I never know at the time. It's only when I look backwards at it that I understand how he has brought people into my life. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, I didn't see his hand in that. Mm. I, I didn't see him at work. Now, maybe you're not a believer, okay? That's okay. You know, it's okay. I've always said, you don't have to believe in God. He believes in you. you know? Right. So, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's kind of like gravity. It just it, is. It's there. Right. <laughs> um, you can choose to take notice of it or, or not. not. Right. Uh, but I, when I look backwards at my life and I look at the people who have come into my life, and particularly the people with with whom I have been in relationship. And I'm not just talking about the women in my life, but also um, the men in my life, um, my my daughters mm-hmm. um, uh, through birth and through marriage, mm-hmm. um, colleagues, just the people in my life. When right. I look all, at those patterns all those significant and how those relationships came about, mm-hmm. There's a very clear pattern to me looking backwards. Mm-hmm. But when I look forward, it's all a horizon that I cannot understand because I'm living in the moment. I don't, you know, I don't live in the past. I don't live in the future. I, right. I live in the now. Right. And so in the now, I don't see that his hand is at work. And I'll tell you the story that uh, Peggy, the woman in my life, mm-hmm. whom you just adore. I do adore. <laughs> uh, you know, we met by the most impossible, serendipitous fashion. And, and, and very briefly, what happened is that we had mutual friends. Mm-hmm. They throw a party once a year, and they invite all of their friends. It's kind of their payback. They buy out a restaurant, and everyone comes. And I had gotten an invitation to this, and I'd sent in an RSVP saying, if I'm in town, because I go out of town frequently on business, I will, I'll come. Mm-hmm. And the day came, and I had forgotten about it, quite frankly, but there it was on my calendar. And it was a Sunday evening, and I go to the gym early in the morning. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, I don't really want to, like you know, right. <laughs> I'm have to take a shower, get ready, get dressed. <laughs> right. And I'm not great at cocktail party kind of things anyway. I don't find that a, a rewarding experience generally. Right. So I'm I'm really not looking forward to this. And I, well, I'll, well, but you RSVP, Doug, right. and you are in town, so you better get your <laughs> packs together right. <laughs> and you know get in the shower. So I do, and I go. And I ran into some friends, have a brief conversation. I'm having a glass of wine and I'm thinking, okay, one glass of wine, then I can make, you know, I've put in my appearance, I can leave. Okay. Graceful exit. Graceful exit, exactly. (laughs) And my hostess came over and said, there's someone I'd like you to meet. And I thought, oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Just right. I'm going to make my escape here. And she introduces me to Peggy. Mm -hmm. And I'm really still, I mean, Peggy's a a beautiful woman, but Mm -hmm. uh, my mind is on, I've got to be up at 4.30 in the morning to go to the gym. So, I'll, you know, I'll be nice, I'll be polite, we'll have a little chat, and then I'll leave. And 
we start to talk, and the first thing that Peggy says to me is, you know, I really didn't want to be here tonight. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> right. Neither of us right. want to be here. This is this is going to end well. Right? A trauma bond. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so we, we start to talk, and we both have some experiences in common. We've both lost someone. Mm-hmm. We're both widows. Mm-hmm. And so there's that common bond to talk Absolutely. about. But something else was happening. And I, I, I won't go into the details, but, but we started talking and it was like the first time you and I met, you know, we just time kept talking just and, right. and I thought, well, okay, that was, that was, that was good. That was interesting. This is a nice person. And, but I could tell that, you know, that guardedness we have when we're in we're still grieving, mm-hmm. you know, we're still working through an experience. And so the thought of any kind of romantic relationship was way out of my mind at the time. Mm-hmm. It, you know, all I could think about was nice person and, you know, I, I, I'm just going to keep a good thought for her and, mm-hmm. and pray for her. Mm-hmm. What I didn't know was what she was thinking. And two days later, I got a phone call from her and it, she said, this is crazy. I don't do this. I don't, I don't call a man I've just met. I've never done this before in my life, but I really found that you were the first person who understood what, I'm, what I've been through. Mm. Would you ever like to have a cup of coffee? Mm. So um, we haven't been apart since. And, and I think that... Uh, yeah, so thank you, God, for setting up that date. <laughs> yes, God, thank you for bringing Peggy into Douglas's life because she looks good on him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she said something almost like that, and, and, and I, 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 I was... You know, Peggy and I share a lot in common. <laughs> uh, flattered as could be. Uh, when I look at pictures of us, I say, what is that... <laughs> Gorgeous woman doing with that guy, I, you know. You know, how could they be together? But I think that that's, um, you know, that has to do with how we look at ourselves mm-hmm. and how we look at another person mm-hmm. and how we see us mm-hmm. and the and what forms the us. What creates that that sense of togetherness? That sense of. Uh, of uh, an eternal bond. Or, and even, you know, in the whole notion of sort of God's kind of dating service, like how he puts all of this stuff together, you know, and even the idea of allowing it to happen. You know, there's there's a part we play, even in the work that is so divine. Mm-hmm. And it's in the submission of our will to allow for that which is serendipitous, that which is spontaneous, that which is unexpected, that which is beyond our control to allow that to happen. Because a lot of us have a particular package we want to get something in. You know, we send to God a personal order and we expect God to be like Burger King, we can have it our way. And when it comes in something different than that, then he must not have heard us. And he doesn't, you know, he's, he hasn't found the right person for us. And all the while that just right person is right there, but we haven't gotten past ourselves to let God do what God does. Well, that is precisely what happened here because Peggy does not fit 
any bill, uh, you know, if I'd written down, uh, you know, my order pad, right? You know, if I'd said, <laughs> and I need this, and I need this, uh, on many levels, that would not have been Peggy, right? Um, because she wasn't in my pattern. She's not a wounded bird. No, she wasn't a wounded bird. That was one thing. Mm-hmm. But but more than that, I mean, I, I would go the other extreme. This is a, a very grounded, whole person who and knows successful. herself. Yes. Very successful. Mm-hmm. You know, just she's she's a purposeful, directed individual mm-hmm. um, who's brave, uh, unbelievably courageous, and and has lived, a, a, you know, an amazing life. A rich life, right. And, and that's what attracted me. Mm-hmm. You know, the who she was mm-hmm. attracted me, mm-hmm. not the what she looked like mm-hmm. or what she was or what she did. None of those things really right. mattered right. at the end of the day. Right. It was who the she was. The substance of who she is as a woman. Yeah. Right. And I think that, too, this is a, th- a refrain that you and I have had before, mm-hmm. that because through my own personal work and frankly through God's intervention uh, in my life, my sense of who I am Mm -hmm. and what I'm looking for and what I, what the conditions of my happiness are Mm -hmm. and my willingness, in fact, my desire to engage with people in this very affirming manner, Mm -hmm. to, to approach life with this attitude of thankfulness for all the blessings I received, but at the same time, this sense of, of, wow, did you see that sunrise? That was so amazing. <laughs> to approach life with some wonder, you know, like just really being excited about <clears throat> the possibility of things and, you know, the knowingness that we, um, we, we speak out of the abundance of who we are, which is why it matters who we are on the inside. We just, we pour out. It's the same reason why hurting people hurt people. Mm. If, if what you have on the inside is pain, then all you're capable of pouring out is pain. If what you have on the inside is joy, then all you're capable of pouring out is joy. We, that abundance that we, we carry around as vessels, as containers of, of him, when we allow him to fill those things, we have something so much richer to give to someone else. Uh, you know, this is, uh, it's uncanny how you can read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's why we do this so well uh, together, Douglas. <laughs> you know, you, you used an expression that um, someone I know used, mm-hmm. hurt people, hurt mm-hmm. people. Uh, in my book, I talk about Samantha. Right. And Samantha right. was um, someone... Uh, I cared about and care about immensely. Right. A, a beautiful human being. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone whose early life was hell and right. and who has risen beyond that to become an extraordinary person. And I, and I thought about uh, this hurt people, hurt people, because she used that expression t- at a point in our relationship when we were parting. Mm. And we were parting because we cared too much about each other in some ways. Mm-hmm. We were parting because we were hurtling towards each other for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And instinctively, she knew that. Mm-hmm. And I knew that. In fact, I predicted to her early in the relationship the one thing that could come between us 
is fear. Mm-hmm. It's the fear of playing out again a bad scene in our lives, of playing out again that all of those things that have caused us both. A lot of pain. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if we let it go there, that's what's going to happen. And in fact, that's what did happen. Right. We become destructive to each other. Right. And that's when we talk about the fact that it's not that these are bad people. We're just not, not everybody is good for us. We're not, not everybody we come into contact with needs to walk more than a season in our lives. You know, there are those that are in our lives for a season. There are those that are in our lives for a reason. And there are those that are in our lives for a lifetime. And, but you, the, the part of that that I take away that's absolutely the most important is that everyone is in our life for a reason. Exactly. We don't always know what that reason Absolutely. is. Absolutely. There was a reason that Samantha and I were together. And it changed her. And it and changed, it changed you. me. Mm-hmm. And in, and I, you know, I would say that Samantha, in some ways, led to Peggy. Oh, I would, I think that you are spot on where that's concerned because I always talk about, I, an uh, old blog post from a while back, uh, the difference between bitter and better. And I mm. remember one night, you know, just having conversations with God in my dreams. And we were having this conversation about the difference between those two things. And I remember in the conversation that the lesson in that is that bitter and better are only different by one letter. I and E. And the difference between those is that for people who end up bitter, they focus on the I, the injury of the experience. But people who end up better focus on the E, the education of the experience. That every experience has both things in it, but what you choose to focus on determines how you exit the exchange. So even though there might have been pain and injury that exist within the interaction between you and Sam, if you choose to walk away with that, with the education of who I am as a person so that I take a better version of me into this next interaction, then that connection that could have been pain ended up being something that was profoundly purposeful. Yeah. But it's what we choose. Yeah. And for me, it, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wrote about this at the time saying that I knew I knew as much as it hurt at that moment, Right. I knew I was going to be fine. Absolutely. I knew that God had a plan for me, that he was going to take me someplace. I didn't know what that was going to be. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea there was a Peggy out there, but I knew that there was going to be someone and I would be okay. And you would be better. I would be better. And, and we hope that this conversation makes you feel better. Indeed. Not bitter. And that you'll write to us at Doug at uh, lovelife.digital. Or Alvian at lovelife.digital. Tell us your stories. Tell we want to hear it. Yeah, and we'll put them on the air, and we'll write back to you. And, and we can have a relationship. That's right. So we'll see you next week. Next time. Bye.